The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It's funny how uh, different age groups uh, think of different things because when this topic was suggested in the office uh, by John, one of the researchers, we we all kind of looked at it going, yeah, because yeah, it's very different for a younger cohort who have gone to a bucket load of weddings. Uh, I'm thankfully in that age bracket now where nobody invites me to weddings at the moment. It's fantastic. There'll be another generation swooping in sometime soon uh, to bring me to their weddings. But right now I'm more likely to go to funerals. Uh, and and that's that's okay. I can live with that. Uh, but for people who do go to a lot of weddings, uh, they are concerned because it gets them out of shape for the next wedding. But you can throw into the mix the summer uh, and indulgences and festivals and uh, when you were looking after yourself earlier in the year, all that has gone out the window. So to go with I'm going to start next week uh, to look after myself after the summer, we decided to bring in personal trainer, author and fitness entrepreneur Rob Lipset. Rob, how are you? I am great. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, I am Unbelievably unfit at the moment. Uh, I'm after picking up about a stone over the summer and not a wedding gone to. Uh, so this is a very relevant conversation for me. Uh, it's due to the fact that I drank it ate too much, Rob, uh, rather than lack of exercise. So how do I shift it? Well, look, it's good that you're taking a little bit of responsibility and you're honest with yourself. And so the first thing I'd recommend is putting together a plan for yourself that you can sustain and adhere to. And also, don't worry, you know, that's life. It happens to everyone. I wouldn't get too caught up on it. You know, look at your situation, ask yourself, hey, you know, do I want to make a change? And if you do, start making small steps towards it. And most importantly is the sustainability and adherence. There's no point starting the quote-unquote best plan in the world and following it for two weeks only to give it up and get burnt out. You know, you want to look at your plan and say, yeah, I can do this for at least six months, if not more, yeah. or maybe the rest of your life. You know, so but is, that's, is, the, that's it, the first thing I would say. Is the biggest mistake that people make going, that's it now, it's over. I'm straight onto the rice cakes. I'm not drinking any alcohol. Get that cheese away from me. And, and, and as a result, then they fall off the wagon after about two days. Exactly. So I say you're better off doing things 80% right in the long term instead of 100% right for the short term. So that's one of the most common mistakes I see is people just, they'll, you know, maybe they'll follow what some athlete or top level bodybuilder is doing who dedicates their entire life to it. They say, oh, I'll just do that. And it doesn't work out for them. Yeah. So how does one start then? Uh, if you are, let me get, as I said, doctor, I've admitted I have a problem. Where do I go next? So what should we do? <laughs> so I recommend um, you need to follow a diet that puts yourself into a calorie deficit. So I would calculate your maintenance calories. There's a lot of good calorie calculators online. And then it's going to they'll give you a starting point. And then it's about applying some trial and error. I recommend doing some daily weigh-ins and taking a weekly average to see if you're going in the right direction. And also start lifting weights, weight training, resistance training, whatever you want to call it. So there are some of the, the first things I would do. Uh, does it have to involve a gym? I recommend doing something, either, you know, resistance training at home. It can be bands if you're a complete beginner, but you need to do something to force your body to change. But if you're just completely starting out, even something like going for a walk is better than nothing, you know. But I would recommend um, maybe getting some weights for at home or going to a gym. Okay. Um, one of the big things is is falling back into old habits. So alcohol is a big thing. So if you go to weddings or if you go to festivals or if you've had a couple of, you know, big occasions, you might have 
done the dog uh, definitely <laughs> if you go for a two weeks holiday you, you did the dog and it's dinner so um, how do you <laughs> prevent that from happening again because it's easy to say I'm not going to drink but it's very hard if you're used to it yeah so I actually don't recommend a lot of people to completely go teetotal I just think it's not realistic it's not going to happen so what I recommend my clients to do is just simply plan ahead so let's say you got an event on Saturday okay you're your best friend's wedding you're not going to miss out on that, okay? So I would recommend planning ahead and taking some actions for the days leading up to that. Or as I like to call it, bank some calorie money, okay? <laughs> like if you're going on holidays, you're going to save up some money so you can you can spend it. So, you know, let's say the event is on Saturday, you know, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, lower your carbon fat intake a little bit, do some extra cardio, nothing extreme, you know, nothing to completely burn you out and something that looks like yo-yo dieting, but just create some leeway so that you can relax a little bit on Saturday and not do too much, quote-unquote, damage. Yeah, but you would be starving. I mean, come on. That's that's why I said not too Throw something at me here. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the other thing then, of course, is if you have maybe looked after yourself, the damage that that night out causes can be a little bit more severe. So the Sunday morning after the Saturday, you'll be in a complete shocker. Yes, yeah, so I recommend staying hydrated on the day. Um, some electrolytes, if you can get them in, that's fantastic as well. And then the day after, look, you're not going to go set some personal records in the gym. You know, so just schedule in a rest day. I would just go for a walk and uh, try not to get the family meal deal from Domino's or McDonald's. You know, <laughs> have something that that that's enjoyable to eat, but don't go too overboard and kind of draw a line in the sand and don't let it determine the rest of your week. If you dropped your phone on the ground, you don't jump on it and smash it to pieces. You know, you pick it up and you keep going. So I yeah. would recommend just kind of calling it up there, you know, and say, hey, I had a great night. I enjoyed myself. You know, I'm feeling ready to tackle the rest of the week. And there was a picture I saw. Somebody was uh, on, on Instagram or some other godforsaken thing. Uh, and <laughs> they had, they were putting up the dinners that they'd made for the week. And one was like brown rice and uh, presumably grilled chicken cut up not even a hint of spice no flavour and I'm sitting oh. there going oh mother of God what are you doing to yourself hey, how, how do you balance you know the, the food that you love that's bad for you versus the stuff that you'd rather eat your sock I'm so glad you brought this up and this is my motto okay this is my motto this is how you get long term results eat something you love every single day no matter what you want let's say you're craving like a burger and chips you can fit that into your diet. Even if you're on low calories, you know, you can make lean mints, low-fat cheese, a whole wheat bun. You can make like a really tasty burger for like 400 calories. Put some some potatoes in the air fryer. Like it's very easy to replicate. I eat pancakes every single day. Uh, frozen yogurt is something else that I love. But no matter what, I eat something I love every single day. So do all my clients. And you don't have to like have a 5,000 calorie KFC or whatever it is, whatever you're craving, you can fit it into your diet. You know, I will, mm. I will argue that to my grave. It is just <laughs> possible nowadays. So are you, are you, are you, yeah, but are you one of these guys now who, who's a, a getting protein left, right and centre? I mean, I, I think that, you know, big protein has taken over the supermarket because everything has extra protein in it. You can you know, you can see this, these little chocolatey things. Oh, they're full of protein. It's like they're full of bloody chocolate. I mean, yeah. are, are you advocating <laughs> eating these or not? I, I, I recommend getting a good bit of protein in at every meal. This is actually going to have the biggest impact on your hunger levels. So uh, protein is very satiating. So 
it stops us from getting hungry. Why do we fall off or die? Why do we eat too much? We're hungry. So getting protein in at every meal is just an easy way to fast track your results and make things a lot easier. Let's not even get started on the obvious things like muscle recovery, muscle maintenance and building strength. You know, it's simply just so good for hunger. It's kind of the, it is the king macronutrient out of protein, carbs and fats when it comes to um, improving your body composition. So there's some products like they'll have like two grams of protein and they put it in massive writing on the label. There's yeah. some products that are taking the make, but generally eating protein at every meal is a good idea. Uh, question in from Mary R. Hello, Mary. Lovely to have you listening to us. If you're over 60, what exercise is the best? She's been doing the dog at the weddings now, I can tell you, Mary R. has been. So how, how, do, you rec- how do you exercise if you're, if you're a little bit older? Mary loves a wedding. (laughs) So that's when I actually think resistance training becomes even more important, not for cosmetic reasons, not for aesthetic reasons, just for your quality of life. You know, when it becomes to standing up and sitting down, not getting injured, not not getting injuries, um, that actually building strength, it will be a huge factor in your quality of life. So I often say the older I get, the more serious I'm going to take my fitness and training and nutrition. So I, I can't urge, there's actually so much studies as well done on elderly people, even though 60 is not elderly, Mary, you still, still got a bit of gas left in you. But the more, the older you get, the more important resistance training is. Mm, okay, so that, that's solid advice. I'm tired after even speaking to you, Rob, but you've given us some food for thought, uh, protein riddled food. Uh, Rob Lipset, a personal trainer, author and fitness entrepreneur. Thanks very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.